Okay, so I'm recording. Now? Yeah. Cross the threshold of getting married, and you find out what it really means to be married. <laughs> We're answering Tyler Perry's play. Why did I get married? Why did I get married? And am I staying married? What does marriage mean? We we hope to to help someone. Millennial women, married women, not just a married woman, but like an engaged woman, married men, definitely. But we're gonna talk about some of these topics and some tips, and communication, finances, finances, and sex. So I'm Rekina Lucky. That's <laughs> this is a good point. I'm Megan <laughs> Kelly, and we are the Band of Ease. Episode, 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 episode seven. 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 <laughs> I just came in and ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry. In um, my imagination, it was different. <laughs> I, you know, I think I switched up the. Uh, I think I switched up the the beat. So you know, that's that's on me. That's okay, seven. Episode, 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 episode seven. 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 Se- seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> <laughs> I can get Seven going. is the number of perfection, completion, completion, togetherness, a cycle. Yes, like a ring. It has no end. Right. Hmm. And it's my favorite number. Oh, girl, get out. Mine too. Back up. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a popular. It probably number is. Out a popular there. It's favorite number. And now we got to make sure we um, men in black everybody so that in case we have a game that we play, nobody remembers that our favorite number. No, we should actually include <laughs> that question now and be like, oh, you didn't listen to our episode there seven, did you? You weren't listening. You're not you a real listening. friend. You're, You're not, not a real, real friend. friend. There you go. We're a fan or anything. You remember when you were younger, though, and you would just like any little thing. I'm not your friend. Any little thing. Yeah. And then, uh, go ahead. All the, um, if I got in trouble with my mom because of you. Ooh. Actually, I wasn't that type of person who would mm-hmm. be like, I'm not your friend anymore. Okay. But I was the person who would refriend people who would unfriend me. Interesting. You were innovative even then. You I were, was, you were a, I was forgiving. <laughs> I'm saying most children are not. I need to learn my lesson and move on. Because <laughs> then they unfriended me again. <laughs> when I thought as a child. Um, what they say, when people tell you who they are, believe them. Believe them. When someone shows you who they are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did that good. Believe them. Um. I don't know. I think like my my journey in friendship has always been so weird because I wanted I wanted friends that would treat me the way I treated them. Mm, still do that part, but I'm also realizing that you know the thing that the thing that makes me me is the thing that does not make that other person themselves. Like I can't hold someone to a standard that is that's the same standard that I hold myself to in certain things. Because they're not me. Mm. Like, it's one thing about, you know, like, loyalty commitment. Sorry, y'all. So, hi, people. How are y'all doing? 
<laughs> no, you better keep talking. I'm into this. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> don't don't um, change the subject. We're talking about friends today um, and what friendship looks like both in marriage and then also you being a friend to your friends that you are not married to. Um, so when I was younger. Being friends to your friends that you're not married to? Yeah, like not your husband, but like, you know how you and I are friends? Then befriending your uh, spouse's friends. Ooh, let me write that down. Well, you guys too, I think that's something that else down. that. <laughs> brings you uh it always happens your your communities merge to some degree and um and their friends funny. become your friends it's funny how they're to some extent like they begin to not have like a favorite of your friends but they have a yes friend of <laughs> yes don't soften it tell the truth that like, oh, you going out with such and such? Cool. cool. Her, <laughs> and then you name the wrong name. They be like, I don't like, think you I should go. Think, you know, like the kids, you know, we ain't seen you in a while. Like it would be every excuse in the book. As they don't, why. Right, they don't want to say like, nah, prioritizing I really your time right. <laughs> really don't want you to go out with this friend. I really don't want you. Like, why are y'all still friends? Um. Yeah, no, but I've I've always had like like even using the word friend, I stopped using it in high school, and I was just like, because of all the the weird relationships that I had, it was either you're my sister, or you just a person I know. There is no, there's no friend. You know what? Okay, calling people sister, I tend to find that to exist, and this could be totally untrue and just about my circle my small experience in my circle. <laughs> but when people say like, you know, sister, it'd be an only child that be calling people sister. <laughs> and you see, maybe, maybe <laughs> that is why. Okay. <laughs> but you either my sister, you either family. Or you not. Or you not. <laughs> and it could be, it could be that because I did grow up that way. So um, there could be a piece of that in there, but then I'm like do a survey, uh, probably, honey. I'll participate. Just send me the link. I, got you. <laughs> I already know your answer. <laughs> True, <laughs> but in case you need more information, I'm here for you. Got you. Got but you know how you. people Thank like you. nowadays like they use a whole like sis with people you don't know. And be yeah. like, and I appreciate that because I feel like as a community we need to do better about loving each other. But yeah. when I when we were younger, that was my whole thing. And it was like if you did one thing, I was like, Oh, well, it's nice. But you know, everything But what was the thing? The thing matters because when you were saying that, I I still hold my friendships to the same standard that I and expect for them to be as invested in the friendship as I am. And investment, yes. I think what I am trying to say is um, Mm -hmm. I still want my friend to be um, compassionate and understanding and not just want to hear things from me. Like I want a friendship is a two-way thing. It's you being invested and communicating and you initiating and vice versa. Where I say I don't hold them to the same standard, I mean... Because you don't necessarily respond the same way that I do, 
I don't hold that against people anymore and haven't done that since high school. Mm-hmm. I used to get very upset when, okay, well, you're, you're having, you, somebody in your family died. I'm at your, I'm at the funeral. Such and such, like you need help with this. Like I'm at your house until whatever time in the morning. Like, well, I must be terrible because I expect all these <laughs> things still to this day. I guess still I'm, to this day. Like if you're not there, or I anticipate a friendship that if you're not there for me in whatever way you're not there for me is one because I either didn't ask you to be, or because you're not able to be, and that could be because of work or. Right. Um, marriage or but if you're just kicking it and you're like I just don't want to do that just kidding I am definitely you can't do that to me (laughs) (laughs) maybe when I'm um maybe this isn't coming through like I, I expect the same things that you're saying but like we're we're both to a certain extent more um outspoken and more um ex not external but what's the one where you extroverted extroverted to where I hope that's a word Jesus let it be a word to where um, (laughs) to where like an introvert or someone who's a complete opposite may have more difficulty showing up in certain instances and it could just be that it's my experiences and maybe my experiences. No, and you're right. You're right. And it's actually something that um, I'm not sure if, if it's somewhere I should settle in and if it's the best place. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in that way, I expect my friends to be that for me. Um, mm-hmm. If you're introverted, Whatever characteristics that you have, I just don't see it as um, something that should prevent you from being a friend. Speak. Yes. Speak. Come on. Come on. Uh, For example, for me, communication is Mm. key. And that even comes with uh, the side that of difficult communication. If you're unpleased with me or you're unhappy with something I said or something I shared, I don't think that that's something that should be secretive or festering. Or even if it's maybe something going on with you and it's preventing you from uh, communicating with me, not because of me, but maybe because of what you're going through or it's private, even articulating to me, um, that. To some degree that that you're experiencing that and while you don't want to share details or whatever. Right. right. And I feel like that comes from like we both have had situations where um maybe that's what I, maybe that is the issue is communication. It's, I don't, I, I, as a friend, I expect you to communicate truthfully and honestly with me. Mm -hmm. And even though I understand there can be times where that's difficult and times where maybe it's uneasy, um, but having, to me, if, if we can't have a solid conversation, an honest conversation, then we're not friends. Then we're not friends. Like we may hang out a lot. We may do certain things together, but 
If but it I, can only right. go so far and so deep if right. your limitations on communication are at certain, you know, brackets, because there's people that you tell your business to. There's people right. that you actually confide in and knowing who those people should be aren't is important. For sure. And I mean, you know, no one is perfect, right? So you're going to have people who are going to make mistakes. I get that. Right. But not having a stable enough foundation to where both friends feel advocated for, both friends feel right. um, nourished and growing. Right. You know, like right. if we're just. It's in- not perfection. You're no. right. It's not perfection. Not it's not all. about. Um, it's just about having a heart of caring for one another. Right. And I think that that comes across in the way that you treat one another and the way that you show up for one another. For sure. And having enough love for that person to tell them difficult things that maybe they don't know about themselves. Or, you know, maybe, you know, it's having a conversation about something that that you have done or orchestrated. I don't know, but basically what I'm trying to say is if the per- if you if it's not a, a two-way street, that's not a friendship in my book. And if it's not um if it's not a place of honesty, then it's not a friendship in my book. Right. So compassion, honesty, and then initiation. Like if I'm always hitting you up first, Right. But but you have a phone. I can understand if you're one of the five people in this world that does not have a phone. Or that is something that I could actually deal with. If they didn't have a I phone? could hit you up a lot and be okay with it. Be okay That's with one thing. Excited. Yeah, I've okay. had friendships that have been like I call you, call you, call you, call you, call you. And because I've had friends for years now, like if I've had a 10 year friendship, Mm -hmm. I might have spent two years calling them consistently and even calling them leaving voicemails because they don't answer. But then later on, I'll find that they'll call me regularly and I'm so busy in my own world that I'm not being as responsive. That's something that I have for whatever reason. And I can identify it quickly because in college was the first time that I was challenged with it. Uh And that's when I learned I'm okay with it. I'll keep calling you because I know that you're a friend that I want to have. And I know that you love me. I'm okay with calling you. Now, if I call you and you actually don't want to talk to me, it's different, different. but I know that life change. Changes mm-hmm. and having time to be on the phone changes. Gotcha. And even if you don't have time, I feel like talking on the phone is a certain type of energy that sometimes people don't even want to always do. For sure. <laughs> like, For sure. And I guess what I don't disagree like with a, what you're saying no, though. No, no, no. But I'm not like a I'm not like a talk on the phone person either. Like outside of Joe, I don't really like like my and my family. You know, like if we can text message this and handle it, cool. But like what I'm saying is just communication in general. Mm-hmm. Like my mm-hmm. whole thing was just. Because when I not, call you, I am going to say, I just want you to know I'm, I've am i been calling you every day for the last year. <laughs> 
I'm exaggerating, but I do. I do clown. I don't make it like cutthroat. For sure. But I do clown. I be like, where, where my call at? Because I'm great for uh, have a missed call and text message you and be like, I'll call you right back. And my right back is next week. I am right. great. For that. I am and great you know for why that. I might be okay with it? It's because I, that exists in my family. Mm. I have to call my my own family sometimes regularly and they have gone through phases that have lasted over years where it's Uh, like communication and I might feel like am I not that important to you but that's not what it is right right and it's not it's not but like send me a text message amen hey Tell the you people. Know, tell the people. That's all I need. <laughs> you just, you know. Be you like, answer my call. My send a text message. Say I'm okay. But don't. <laughs> let me tell you a text message I hate. I don't know why. This is personal. Oh, I think I know. Go. The auto reply. Yes. Yes, she does. I don't like when um, I call yeah. someone and then it says, can I call you back later? Or oh. something like you could tell us the options that pop up when you call. And I'd be like, no, don't send no me that. Do you know how many yes. times you send me? And I'm like, anyone who sends me that, I'd be like, no, like, don't, don't, don't click on one of those suggestions. <laughs> I'm trying to save my life right now because I technically should not be answering your text message while I'm driving. So I just wanted to hit this one real quick. But you said no. So I was like, you know what? Like, fine. Anyway. Yes, thank you. I know you're going to see my missed call, girl. And then I, I also, this is bad, I also will do the missed call and then send a follow-up text. And it's like, hey, this one lets you know that I called you. Or, like, depending on who the friend ended, because you yeah. know. But, like, yeah. if somebody that, you know, I don't necessarily talk to on a normal basis, because yeah, you try to like reach out, reach out. Towers, excuse me, and all those things happen in the world. And people be like, you called me? Yes, yeah. I did. Here's yeah. the time. Like, um, Do you feel think- like you've had to alter any of the communication in your friendships since you've been married? Ooh, I was about like for to. For me, that. I feel like talking on the phone um, in the house is like... No, no, not a preference. It's not a no, no, and it's not even something that we've discussed. But I could tell we don't love it. Mm. And when I witness um, people who have been married for 30, 40 years, longer marriages, they don't do it, they really don't exercise long conversations in the house. Um, I've also talked to couples who, whenever I talk to one person in the relationship, it's like I'm talking to them both because every time I call, like it's like not every time, but often if they're together, it's like a speakerphone. So they share their conversations. I'm not down for that. I like it. But when when my husband's on the phone, I don't necessarily want to hear his whole conversation no. because I want to be in my own frame of mind. But sometimes he does want me to hear if depending on if it's a certain type of call. But if it were just chit-chatting, you know, and it might be a longer conversation and it might be, you know, we'll try to take it outside or just not be right up under each other because then we end up like, you need to spend time with me. (laughs) Like, you on the phone, we start watching the clock on the call, like, you know. 
and then I noticed I start doing like the the in the car phone calls like and this has started since I've been married like in the car calls yeah um, basically when I find myself by myself right right it's when I do more of my calls right the same the same for sure um my I it didn't I did not notice it I guess or I didn't institute anything my friends were just like oh you're home okay love you bye and like across the board and I'm like but we were having a conversation and they're like but you're at home and a lot of my friends um well not a lot of them but a good majority of them are not married and so I just found it interesting that they were that they were the main ones who were like okay bye okay bye but you know what it's so important because walking in the house on the phone is not a great greeting it's, it's like you're just getting home and you walk in and it's you're you're physically present but you're mentally still somewhere else. For sure. For sure. And I and I and I know it happens. For us it happens where we get home and we're still mm-hmm. um continuing or ending a phone call. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that you want to experience regularly. For us we don't. Right, right. And I feel like I, you know, when we did have the drive to work and all that stuff, or when I did, when I was running errands or whenever I would be outside of the house is when I would get the majority of my calls done. Um, I found it interesting that it became a thing more so when his conversations were happening in the house, because at that point they had already been brought to my attention. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, always on the phone and, and I'm like, no. No, I'm not. I'm actually getting off the phone before I come in. <laughs> before I right. come in the house, but because Saturday and Sunday, you know, you're constantly having the um, you're constantly with that person. That that I can understand how that can be perceived as oh, you're always on the phone for those two days. But it's like, and, and I don't know why, but it feels like that moment where you're checking out at the store and you're on the phone. Like it's just rude. <laughs> Like, get off your phone and handle your business. That part. That part. So, um, our communication, I would say, um, for to with our friends didn't necessarily change until we got to um, maybe we got in the house. Right, right. Um, and then before that, like, we had this thing though of no after a certain time, no phone calls. Like you could yeah, text. Yeah, I all put the my time. phone on on do not disturb. Right. So right. Apple did it to me. I didn't actually <laughs> put it in the settings. They they decided that they were gonna be all futuristic and progressive and have right. your phone with shutdown and wake up times to help you utilize. You know how on the phone now it tells you your screen time and if you're going right. up or going down. So it told right. me do not disturb. And I said, well, that's a good idea mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's plenty of nights that, that. The, the phone does distract me. Plenty yeah. of evenings. For sure. Where it's scrolling, it could end up, you know, I could end up going to bed later than I plan if I get on my phone at the wrong time. Right. And go down a rabbit hole on right. Instagram or something. That part. So and then you it's don't want technology like, being that barrier. 
True, but I I feel like it's also in some ways opened up other gates as well because his friends will call him wanting to talk to me though. Like, you know, what? those drunken those drunken conversations where they be like, I think I love her. And I'd be like, No, you don't. Or like Wait, I'm so confused. His, his friend, friend, your husband's right, will friends, call correct. Will call him to talk to me. To speak to you about a girl that they're dating. Oh, and they want advice? Yeah. That's good. Because they don't have your phone number, so they got to call him. (laughs) (laughs) He said, y'all can't have my wife number, but you could call me and uh, I'll hit speakerphone for you. (laughs) You're hilarious. Um, And then I like they have this group chat that all of them were on. Um, that there's like 10, it's like him, him and his best friends are like 10 of them mm-hmm. and they have this group chat and they have the one that's just for them. And then they have the one that is with, you know, the wives and the girlfriends. And I love that level of communication, especially now, because we get to see different people's personalities, right? You get to see their communication styles mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then we get to cover a large conversation range just because of the different people that are in the chat so is this in like whatsapp or something because that sounds like 20 people <laughs> that it, it, it sounds it like is. your phone would say you have 91 new messages <laughs> no, and you're like and sometimes it is like that like I had to turn the notification off and everything like I had to you know because there's no way you could scroll up and catch up with the conversation but it makes for like when you're when you're just like needing a a break or a mental release or whatever, I have actually gone back to the okay. first message okay. that was sent that day. Okay, because some of it is like a joke, and you can't follow the joke unless you see the you beginning. Go back far enough, right? Like, right. like the Brandy versus Monica challenge, honey. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. That um. That versus, I'm real. I really am. Like I've always been Team Monica, though, for whatever reason. Whoa, wrong team. Team no, Brandy. No, bro. Like I love Monica. Versus, doesn't have but, enough hits. Oh my goodness! But Monica, she like married to me. When she sing, I feel everything. Like everything. Like everything. And when Brandy sings, you I feel. Know. And that's not, that's no shame, but you know, we got to choose one, choose one, and mine is Monica. I just say that. Do you know how loud and how long I played that song? Like how, how many times I I had El Camino, how many times I bumped that song? (laughs) I was just thinking, I'm glad you said you had El Camino. I was like, so basically you feel like whenever you wanted to get a little ghetto, Monica had your like, I mean, but it was, it was was a ghetto love though. Like, yes, yes. The hood love. Yes. I I love you and I should not. Yes. Keisha Cole. Oh, but better. But of the 90s, right? <laughs> and then when she's saying, like, I just feel like people don't give Monica the respect she's due. Like, when she sang at the um, Grammys that year that Auntie Whitney died, mm-hmm. Monica sang the roof off. 
I think that Monica. Hi, I think Neil. that Monica is able to sing. I don't think that that's the argument. I just think that as far as lengthy length of career, um, it came out the same time. Like Brandy just, but Brandy just released the album, and so they came out at the same time. But Monica's career hasn't. She ha- she hasn't had any recent hits in like years. I got you. That's why I named Keisha Cole because she has a whole other person who came in and mm-hmm. and kind of took on a a, a, a new Monica spirit in my, mind, in my mind. Okay. And okay. they have that same hood love. <laughs> I feel like it's that same spirit of song. Well, the 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 okay, maybe not. Maybe style of song, no, but the same energy behind the song and the artist is I feel just the same. It makes me think of them both together. But I wonder if they friends. Like in if real life. Just going, basically just going off of stats. Just just pure statistics. Uh, okay. Brandy's career is winning. Well Brandy and you're talking strictly music, right? You're not talking strictly music, not that she not can movies. sing, not that she's not talented and beautiful. Oh, no. It's just that Brandy's still dropping hits. Right. Because okay. her most recent album, Go, B7, I think it's called. Mm, interesting. <laughs> and I do feel like Brandy has created a space, being that she was not only Brandy, she was also Moesha. Mo to the... And she's had braids for forever. And so I feel like she's also become a cultural, I don't want to use the word icon, but she has like a permanent stamp of, you know, for our generation. The blunt and candid man that I'm married to does not have the ability to poker face his way out of a situation. Um, So if he had a poker face, which would that change? No, because I still wouldn't, there's a level to me of like loyalty or whatever that's in friendship. And yeah. that friend shared something with me. She shared it with me, right? not with me and him. Now, right. if it's something that's going to um, not interfere, but something that's going to in some way, shape or form um, deal with him or involve him, then okay, we're sharing. Because now... I won't be here because such and such is having surgery or right. I won't, you know, like I have to go or I'm going on a trip with such and such. Like he doesn't necessarily need to know it's her divorce trip unless she's telling people that, you know? Right. Um, but there have been situations where um, like one friend was like, oh, you know, did you tell your husband such and such? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, okay. Cause you know, I just know that, you know, married people, married people pillow talk. Yes, yes. And a lot of, and I don't, I don't necessarily know where I fall in opinion on it, but I don't like to practice that when you tell me it's like telling us. Right. I don't either because that's not what you're doing. You're telling me. What I will share is how you affected me. Right. If we got in an argument or... 
if right. we, um, like you said, are traveling or, you know, if some if it in some way affects me and it's going to either affect um, the way I'm interacting with him because of how I feel or right. it's going to affect um, him because of my time that I'm either going to need to spend with this person or anything right. of that nature. Right. Um, because sometimes you have to be there for your friends because of what they've been through. And, um, you know, we talked about showing up and being there for your friends when you're able. And if your friend wants privacy to a certain extent, that can also come at the cost of, well, you know, I don't I can't be up under you without sharing with my husband the importance of the situation. Right. Right. Um, so there's that. And it could create, you know, a limitation on one side or the other. But yeah, I don't think that everything that you share with me about you and, and your home and your relationship and your children and is for um, me uh, to share with my husband. Because right. yeah. honestly, like, even even if um, he doesn't need to a know that information. B, he's more than likely not sharing information about his friends. Wait, let me think. More than likely? No, guarantee for sure over here. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of my... I have found out my husband's friend's business before him. So his interest in their business is already probably low. Oh. Exactly. And then when um, they share it, he probably still doesn't, I don't know what it is, but he doesn't <laughs> tell me his friend's business. I've literally come to say like, oh my God, such and such are expecting a baby. And he's like, oh, I know. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, you didn't tell no, me. Didn't share that <laughs> but like, and I feel like his friend's will tell me, you know? Right. Like like you said, like they'll they'll share with you before they share right. with you. And it right. gives them the opportunity to be able to do that as well. Because right. your communities do blend to an extent that sure. some of your friends will be able to share for sure. Um, from their own mouths. For sure. And a lot of times that's why like if we are at home together and I do need to take a call from them, I have my earphones in. Cause I don't know what my friend is going to say or going to talk about or whatever, more so than having them on speakerphone. Right. Um, I would also say that it's That's shown... another thing about the conversations around your spouse is that mm-hmm. it also breaches um, privacy if right. any was needed for the conversation. For sure. Now, if we like, do need you to, don't like, have to tell them if you had the whole conversation in front of them, um, you already right. know. Even if you're in the other room, like he can hear, boo, your speakerphone is loud. Right. Because I'm um, sure he knows some things when I think about it. I'm sure he knows some things just from the sake of me having the conversation in a common space. And like shared, shared prayer time. Like mm-hmm. if I pray for a friend during the time that we're together and I mention certain things, then okay, maybe he'll know that. But And still, I mean, you use your discretion even, even sure. in that moment. For sure. On what yeah. and some how. Some things are more sensitive and just some aren't. And it's really up to you to use your discretion and exercise respect. My thing is, if I didn't want my marriage. friend to tell 
her boyfriend this information, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not telling him. Are you cool with your friends befriending your husband? Yeah. So I could get his phone number and call and be like, hey, what's up? Let's hang oh. out. <laughs> you have his phone number. But I feel oh, like check. <laughs> I'm giving it to you. I know. I, I know I've never that. used it. <laughs> but I feel. I so do have his number. But I, here's what here's what my definition of befriending is. Okay. If you, when we're around each other, you befriending him and knowing different things that are interesting to him, having conversations with him and being extremely cordial with him, I feel like is a definition of befriending. You spending time with my husband outside of me that is not related to a holiday, a birthday, a, a party, uh, um, no, surprise it is, even if it is <laughs> <laughs> to me, is not like I just don't. I'm not, already with you, girl. I don't, I, I don't agree. And I'm no one on one hangouts. I'm not saying I don't trust either person, it just in the scheme of things, why? Why, unless are y'all in the same class together? Y'all in the same, you need to study. Cool. And you still can study here at this common area table I'm right here while I'm just over here in the, in the same room, but on the other side. Because in all honesty, like, um, I can hit them up to surprise you and we could go to that store to pick out that decoration for your surprise party. Now, this <laughs> but, is not him because his best, I've known his best friend longer than he's known his best friend. So mm-hmm. it does not count with him because we have a friendship and had one outside of us. Established being before, right. Yes. That's so that does yeah. not count. Um, but yeah, no. Any of them other ones? Hmm. <laughs> Just because yeah. I don't want his brain to even hypothetically go to a crazy place where he strangely, weirdly thinks anything of anything that is not happening. Right. You know? I agree. I just say you're right. It's just safer to not exercise that level of um, closeness, friend, friendship practicing, <laughs> exchanging. Okay, do you um, do you see your husband as one of your friends? Uh, duh, my duh, best friend. Do you? Like all the time, though, or are there moments where? Well, that's the hard part. Is that <laughs> don't dub me, woman? Don't come over here for me, woman. You know, we when we first started talking, we were talking about like communication and friendships and the same standard, and mm-hmm. you know, I expect my friends to be this way. Right. And we also talked about forgiveness. Come on. And I said how I'll be refriending people. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely there's times where um we are not seeing eye to eye, and maybe he doesn't feel like my best friend, but I know in reality he's got my back. Like right. I know that no matter what um whatever topic we may not be seeing eye to eye on. If anything were to happen, I know that one, he's going to still be like, 
what are we eating tonight? Um, <laughs> like, are the kids good? It's not right. going to be like, I cannot talk to you. Um, right. Relationship is over. And two, as parents, like we have our kids together. We're always going to be friends, period. We have to be. Right. So there's also a level of responsibility and um, that just comes with marriage that I think that the friendship has to be nurtured. But prior Mm -hmm. to like prior to friendship, yes, we were friends. We were friends first. We went to high school together. So we were friends on a a whole lot of different ways. Okay. Different kind of friends through the, but I think that it's important to maintain that friendship. And there's times where I do forget to nurture that side of us. And I'm, um, and I deal with him more so just as a husband, which comes with like a lot of, when I say that it's more built upon expectations Mm. and like, um, what your role is and what you need to complete in a day and stuff like that. Right. Right. But then when I have my meditation or I'm in the word, which is why you got to like live there. Mm-hmm. I remember that he's my brother in Christ. And when you say right. like, you say you call your friend sis, right? He's my brother. Right. So my brother is my friend. Right. And when I'm dealing with him as my brother in Christ, also known as my friend in this situation, for the sake of this conversation, I'm able to release what I want from him as mm. a person and mm. more so just address like, how are you? How is your spirit? How is your, which is what a friend actually should be. Right. And it's the role of the husband that sometimes I get caught up in like, I need this, babe. Babe, can you do this on the way home? This, you know, I mm-hmm. start to run um, really like in a rat race type of way. Right, right. And forget like, no, this is my friend too. It's my friend first. It's my friend always. That is so clutch. Like, I feel like I'm I'm remembering that now. Um, when we first got together, it was great because it was like, you're my friend and we were finishing each other's sentences and all that kind of stuff, you know? And then after, you know, certain things of marriage, because I feel like what you were more more or less speaking to was expectation. And the expectation for the husband is X. The expectation for the wife is X. Whereas I feel like with your friends or with me, with mine, I don't approach our relationship off of expectation. I approach it off of compassion, understanding, all those, you know, things we're supposed to have off of is in Corinthians. Um, you know, all those those things that we're supposed to look at love um love with, right? Being patient, being kind and everything like that. And I feel like when I look through those eyes, it helps me remember like this man, this man is a man. Right. Just like I'm a woman. He's right. still figuring things out. Like right. He's just trying to get it together. And God bless him. He has some days that are just like, you are getting it. And other days where it'd be like, man, you ain't, you not. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we take it personal. I, I oh, take it personal sure. sometimes. No, we, you said it right. You said it yeah. completely right. <laughs> you don't love me. 
What right. are you doing to it's, me? Yeah, this action made me feel this mm-hmm. way, and mm-hmm. it makes me feel like you're not thinking about this, and or me. You're and then you me. you totally pick up a whole different way of viewing this person versus like what's going on with my friend or what's going on with my brother? Right. What's going on with you? I feel like there's a level, there's a level of leeway and a level of grace that a whole level that you give like a whole a whole level. everything. That levels. you give to <laughs> other people more so than yeah. your spouse. Oh, yeah. Sure. So what are some ways that we can improve our friendships? Be them those with our spouse or those with our friends? Okay, our advice might be different. No. But for <laughs> me, I've come to terms with what I expect out of a friendship. And I've had mm. friendships end, and I don't like friendships to end. I want my friends to be my friends forever. Mm. Not that all friends are meant to be friends forever, but right. I do get this spirit on my heart that I want this person in my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't talk every day. Uh, maybe we grow up hard and grow close and grow apart and grow close, you, you know, ebbs and right. flow in life. Right. But I want to know that we're always good, okay, right. for the rest of our um, natural lives. And for me, I've come to terms with who I'm attracted to as Mm, friends. Okay. And not everyone needs to be my friend. Not everyone needs to fit this mold. And some people, we're still good. We're still um, maybe more than associates, but less Mm. than friends. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, um, and that's okay. Right. But right. as far as for my friends, I do have a certain um, standard. And like I said, it's really a standard of care and compassion mm-hmm. and communication. It's not it's not particularly a situation or a phone call or this or that. Mm-hmm. It's just a heart of caring. Right. And when I don't feel like that is there, then that friend is not a friend for me amen and that's okay and that's okay it took me a very long time to realize that and that's okay because mm-hmm. for a really long time it was well no why isn't she friends with me why isn't he friends with me or no mm-hmm. but like no like you were saying like not everyone is meant to be mm-hmm. and not every season is meant to be uh forever there's some and people I- are supposed to walk in and walk out. Right. And I've held on to friendships that weren't supposed to be permanent. Me too. Me too. I'm learning. And then learn the lesson in a harder way. Right, right, right. I am learning to communicate. (laughs) Because you know I don't like to do that. Um, I'm also learning that friendships consist of some level of fun. It does not have to be, you know, like an amusement park situation, but some level of laughter, comedy. There's some like there's some level of excitement and entertainment that's in yeah. each yeah. one of my friendships. Like, it's not it's not like a necessary, but yeah, I agree. 
I, you know, if we can't go to please, Target, please make me smile sometimes, and I hope I bring a smile to your face. Okay. Friendship should edify they one should. another. They really should. Even if you have to start it off with, "Girl, did you know that such and such?" Even if you have to start there, like somehow getting to the the fun, because you you never know. Like they never know, and you never know what that does for their spirit that day. Mm-hmm. or during that time that you're talking. And then I would say, like you said, also um, increased or just um, consistent engagement and consistent caring. Like if we're both caring for each other the way we should be caring for each other, then neither person, neither, neither, either person will never feel as though they're not wanted or not loved or not appreciated because that that caring and that engagement level is always ebbing and flowing. It's right. always just going to where, you know, how are you doing? Oh, how are you doing? It's, it's a give and a take. Right. Um, and a level of honesty and commitment that helps me understand like you're in this. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And we definitely still give different things. Oh, for sure. And that's okay. But for as sure. long as we are given whatever it is we have to give. Amen. Um, I had a thought. What was it? Oh, I wanted to pose the question. I'm listening. I want to pose the question. What do you think as a friend you bring to your friendships? <laughs> and in what way do you feel like you can be a better friend? Um, so what I feel I bring to it is what I have been told several times before is that I am the um uh I don't know if you want to call it a superhero or what but like I am the person who if you need it I got it if you can't find it I will if you um are so you got that to the detriment of myself sometimes yes Mm -hmm. like so is that the way you could improve? <laughs> I think that, yes. And I think also, too, like, speaking, having those difficult conversations with friends yeah. has dealt, has, for me, led to a lot of end, ended friendships. Yeah. So what I feel like I can do better is speaking in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of, you know, waiting, because I felt like, oh, maybe this wasn't the best time for us to talk about that. Or um, having a conversation with you at a moment that maybe doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like speaking, no, speaking the truth, regardless of how I think it may or may not impact you. Mm-hmm. Because holding it or not is, at least in my experience, I've seen has never worked out well. Right. What That's, about you? Same beautiful, intelligent question. Um, what I bring to a friendship is I was gonna say something silly like myself. <laughs> I believe that what I bring to a friendship is that something I know that I feel passionately about is that I want everyone around me to believe in themselves 
Mm. Um, I got most spirited in the yearbook in high school. <laughs> I completely understand how. <laughs> so maybe that's some of it. I I want for my friends what they want for themselves, and I want to be a voice of the possibilities for that. Mm. Um, and sometimes I found myself caring more than I think that the person did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've learned to manage that a little bit better as well. But I think that that's something that I bring is uh, love in that way. Yeah. Um, and the way that I could be better is I think I could be more cognizant of what my friend needs at the time. Interesting. Yeah, because a lot of times I feel, um, there's been a couple of times where I feel like I missed what they needed. Mm. And that might be the difference between sometimes people want to talk and they don't want you to respond. Right, right. Um, some, something like that. Just trying to read the room. Maybe, maybe not read the room. Maybe just ask. Mm, okay. Like, uh, do you want me to respond? <laughs> and, and and nine times out of 10, I'll honestly say 10 times out of 10, I hear, yeah, that's the reason I called you. Or that's the reason right. I told you. Because I know that you will tell me the truth or you will tell me whatever. They know my personality already. Um but still, I think that it empowers the other person to just ask for sure um, what they need or how they need it. I like to just feel like I know the person, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm trying to learn to still to constantly be open to relearning. For sure. Um, in your marriage, what do you feel as a friendship you bring? Are they consistent or do you feel like they're different? And where do you feel like you can improve as a friend? Um, I think that they are definitely consistent, at least with what I feel like he would say I bring to it. Um, I will throw everything I'm doing to the wayside and make sure that, you know, things are taken care of for us. Um, I know and you've told me that I can do a better job of communicating um, and also I think just to what we were saying earlier, remembering that that is my friend, you know, um, and coming to things with, um, like situations or arguments or disagreements or just even conversations with that same compassion and that same grace, like, no, this is, this is my friend talking to me, you know, this isn't the husband or whatever that title or that expectation um, creates with it. Right. Um, same question. Yeah. So I, I think it's consistent. I think that I um, have a good cheerleader effect. Um, and 
And I'm sure that if anybody in the whole world would enjoy me asking <laughs> if they want to hear back from me would be my husband. <laughs> that is probably the relationship I will exercise at the least. But if I master it there, then everyone will be a beneficiary because I have no filter for my husband. I don't want to say no filter. I, I don't mean to say that, but um, I definitely feel at liberty to mm-hmm. tell him what I think in response to whatever he shares is like, Oh, well, yeah, no. Um, you know, I think that's great. Or I think that's not, or think about it this way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty quick to just offer up my opinion or my advice where mm-hmm. I could definitely <laughs> slow down and be like, um, do you want me to respond or do you know, want to know what I think? Or right. you want to know, um, what I picked up from that. Right. So right. I think you would like that a lot <laughs> <laughs> because I definitely am comfortable. I love that. I can't Staying wait. Till I, can. I can't wait. I thought of another one. I think I'm also like a, um, I, I'm a realist and I feel like sometimes he no needs too. me to be that for him. Like, mm-hmm. this is great. Yes, honey. I believe you could do all of the landscaping at our house. However. You better get out my house. <laughs> <laughs> if the topic ain't the same. <laughs> However, what would probably take you two months would take the landscaper two weeks. Mm-hmm. And. They're not working. They're not, you know, it wouldn't be as much labor intensive on your body, you know, with you doing all of the landscaping. But, you know. And see, I'm more difficult than you. What you mean? So when my husband wants to do the landscaping, I'm more like this. So what's your plan? Like, I want to check over the plan so that I could give feedback. Like, (laughs) you should probably dig it four inches deep as opposed to two in order to create the proper, like... So I'm definitely worse because I'm not even going to say we should just hire somebody. I'm going to be like, okay, what's your plan? So that I can literally critique the plan and make modification uh, I suggestions. It. I love it. I mean, I don't love it, but because that, sometimes I, I, I sit back and I try to not say anything and I have, and then I see the outcome and then I go, I should have. <laughs> I should have said but something. I still don't say nothing. I still haven't said nothing at all. But in my mind, in your heart and your soul, it's you like whole dissertation in there. And I and I'm like this. So great job. How do you think it turned out? I can't. Great job. But nah, I mean, I, no, and it is a good job. Like you cannot, you cannot put it past how much. And I know, and the, and I'm coming from a place as I'm a very DIY person. Sure. And I'm able to look at something and say when I could do it, and when that's above my pay grade. Laying you. concrete, that's above my pay grade. Okay. Um, if it's laying brick, 
hmm, I could try that because I could purchase the bricks, right? Right. But when it comes to, and then you deal with the dirt, but when it comes to concrete, you do need to grade it a certain way that has the water run. Okay, I'm getting too technical. But (laughs) what I mean to say is that I feel like that's a natural side of me when you touch on something landscaping. Um, If it's something that I feel informed about, which I'm one of those people that feel like I got a little bit of information on everything, Lord Mm -hmm. Jesus, just pray for my husband. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That part. Pray for both of them. Um, Okay, last question, and then we're going to actually wrap this up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Last question is, what do you feel that your husband brings as a friend? My husband reminds me that I can do anything. And I know that that sounds really like cliche no, and everything it like doesn't. that. But no, it doesn't. I Don't really you. Start your be... statement over. Start your statement over. <laughs> Start it over. Don't go and say it. It doesn't sound. Say it. Say it. He makes me feel like I can do anything. Say it. He, I did. I just say it again. He makes me feel like I can do anything. Say it like he makes me feel like I can do anything. Like you better, you better brag, girl. (laughs) And I appreciate that because so many times I get in my head about a script I'm writing or an idea that I'm developing or. Heck, even just doing the play that we tried to do, or not tried, but that we accomplished, you know, and I was just like, I don't think I, and he's just like, baby, you can do it. Yes, you can. Like that whole cheerleader, like, I don't know what the highest level of cheerleader is, but I feel like he definitely accomplishes that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just helping me to um, trust, well, this is probably the same thing, like trust my own, my own thought process. Like it's as simple as eating. I know eating has destroyed many a marriage or food has destroyed many a marriage. But like him saying things and phrases like, I want to know your opinion. Because a lot of times I'll just go along with, oh, if that's what you want, that's fine. I'll find me something. Mm -hmm. He's like, I want to know what you want or I want to hear how you feel, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I think that that's really important and definitely something that I know I need Mm -hmm. you too you too okay so for me my husband brings the word that comes to mind is loyalty but what I'm trying to say is the characteristics that I named before like I don't think I'm the easiest person in the world (laughs) And I and I go so easiest person in the world. I'm not easy by any measure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's always like down for me. He's always on my team. He's always on my side. Um, and I appreciate that. Right. I appreciate that because he's seen all the ugly, honey, that I have to offer. Right. He's seen all the sides that only my mama knows, but maybe more. He's probably seen more than that. You know how you be like, only a mom could love you. Like, you know, he he, he loves me like that because Aww. he got to see all the ugly and he still loves me. Right. And I'm like, that is so dope. That is amazing. Um, 
So I think that that's something, the loyalty is definitely something that he brings as a friend. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you. To this episode of Band of Eves. Let us know. We want to pose the same questions that we pose to ourselves to you, which you bring as a friendship, um, where you can improve as a friend. Mm-hmm. and what your spouse or partner brings as a friend and and is that something that they're aware of and how do you show gratitude for that amen um that's even a great conversation i think to have with your spouse right uh but yeah we love you guys thank you so much for tuning you. in and we look to grow friends in our community too Bye. Bye. <laughs> Happy quarantining. Ding, ding, ding. The information shared in this podcast is a reflection of our experiences and unique testimonies, which includes weaknesses and growing points. We realize that so many times the enemy will try to shame us for our process, when the truth is that our testimony is where our power lies. We are learning and maturing just like you. We are not a substitute for clergy, and any views or opinions represented in this podcast are solely ours or those of our guests. Our opinions are personal and not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. Do you have any questions, comments, or discussion for future episodes? Email us at bandofeves at gmail.com. Follow us online at Band of Eves on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe and share with a friend.